Welcome to the 2021 Conspiracies and Chase Halloween Special. In today's special, we will be continuing our Urban Myths and Legends series with this time 10 states. In today's episode, we will discuss Indiana, Iowa, South Dakota, Montana, Texas, Washington, Florida, Utah, Tennessee, and Maine. Let's get to it. To start off today's special, we'll be talking about the great state of Indiana. Indiana's urban legend is Diana of the Dunes, and according to OnlyInYourState.com, this is one of the most popular Hoosier myths known to Indiana. This is also Indiana's oldest ghost story. The legend says that it is believed that the ghost of a lady named Alice Mabel Gray walks the beaches at the Indiana Dunes. Alice died after giving birth to her second child, and it is believed that her husband murdered her. There have been many people claim to see this harmless ghost in white and have given her the name Diana for her beauty. According to OnlyInYourState.com, she was called Diana because of her beauty. Diana, or Alice, had moved to the dunes due to her failing eyesight and desire to live again, where she grew up. Alice married a man who was believed to be a murderer, who was thought to be very cruel to her, and she died after giving birth to her second child, but people still saw her walking along the sandy dunes. Some say Diana still walks at the beach, trying to relive happier days, before losing her eyesight and succumbing to an abusive husband. Did Alice's husband murder her, or have something to do with her death? And the next state that we move on to the Great Plains is Iowa and the Devil's Chair. The Devil's Chair is a chair located in a cemetery in Gruthy Center, Iowa. It is a cement cast chair located in Union Cemetery. The chair is strangely situated between two unmarked graves. The legend claims that anyone who sits on the chair will receive bad luck. There have even been cases of the chair killing the person who sat in it. Now I have some questions over this urban legend. How is it that for some reason you decided to sit down in a chair that you found in a cemetery and you get either bad luck or die? How does that happen? And second, why would you sit in the chair in the first place? While we're in the Great Plains, let's move to South Dakota and talk about Spook Road. The legend of Spook Road is pretty simple. The road known as Spook Road in South Dakota is haunted and cursed. It is said that if you count the turns and then turn around and count the turns again, you will be left with different numbers. There have also been many crashes on this road, which leaves drivers today with an unsettling feeling. What is stumping me is how you can get a different number of turns off the same road, but in two different directions. This is also the only things that I could find over Spook Road. We can now move from the Badlands of South Dakota to the ghosts of Little Bighorn Battlefield in Montana. This legend goes with the Battle of Little Bighorn. And before we can know about the legend, we need to know about the battle. According to History.com, the Battle of Little Bighorn fought on June 25, 1876 near the Little Bighorn River in Montana Territory pitted federal troops led by Lieutenant Colonel George Armstrong Custer against a band of Lakota Sioux and Cheyenne warriors. Tensions between the two groups had been rising since the discovery of gold on Native American lands. When a number of tribes missed a federal deadline to move to reservations, the U.S. Army, including Custer and his 7th Cavalry, were dispatched to confront them. Custer was unaware of the number of Indians fighting under the command of Sitting Bull, 
at Little Bighorn, and his forces were outnumbered and quickly overwhelmed in what became today as Custer's last stand. The legend says that there are still ghosts that remain on the battlefield, the ghosts of both the U.S. soldiers and the Native Americans of the Sioux and Cheyenne tribes. There have been reports of visitors to the battlefield hearing screams, crying, gunshots, cannons, and even horses. I myself have been to Little Bighorn Battlefield, and the horse part makes sense because throughout the battlefield there are a lot of wild horses that roam around. But while I was there, I was not aware of the ghost, and I did not hear or see anything out of the ordinary. From ghosts of the battlefield to the spirit of a dead bride, we can now move on to Texas and La Llorona. Almost every Latin culture has heard of the tale of La Llorona. Her name translates to the crier, which is said to perfectly describe the behavior of this angry and disturbed spirit. According to OnlyInYourState.com, Part banshee, part horse, and fully creepy, La Llorona hunts the riverbanks of the Rio Grande, searching in vain for her two children she stabbed and threw into the river after her wealthy boyfriend told her he didn't want to marry her because of her children. After killing them, the woman went back to her lover's home, still wearing her bloody nightgown, to show him what she was willing to do to be with him. He was not impressed, but heavily disturbed and immediately ended their relationship. That makes sense that he ended the relationship. I mean, she did commit a double homicide. The story comes from here to a crossroad, and there are two outcomes of the story. One of these outcomes is that she stabbed herself and drowned into a river, and the other is that an angry mob came and threw her into the river. No matter what happened, she died, and her spirit has come back to look for her children that she brutally murdered. Soon after she died, many locals reported hearing crying and screaming coming from the river. The spirit was even spotted once. However, it was not a human, it was a horse. It is said that as punishment for unforgivable sin, La Llorona was given the head of a horse. Also from OnlyInYourState.com, to this day, people are warned about going to the river at night, saying that La Llorona will force you to stay there with her and keep her company. Before we continue to Washington, we have a quick announcement to make. Tomorrow, which is Sunday, October 31st, or Halloween, we're going to be giving 25% off everything in our merch shop. The sale will only be for one day, and that is on Halloween, or Sunday, October 31st. Now let's get back to those legends. Next up on our list is Washington. And the moment that everyone on Conspiracies with Chase has waited for is finally here. The urban legend that we'll discuss from Washington is Bigfoot. This urban legend I will keep short because I do plan on having Bigfoot have its own episode and Bigfoot even has its own document at military.washington.gov. Here's what that document had to say. North American settlers started reporting sightings during the late 1800s and into the 1900s with occasional findings of footprints, sporadic encounters, and even a few grainy photos and videos adding to the mystery. Those who claimed to have seen Bigfoot and described everything from a large upright ape to an actual hairy human sometimes standing over eight feet tall and described as powerfully built. The only thing that is wrong with the Bigfoot conspiracy to me is that there just isn't enough good evidence to prove to me that it exists. The article also says, the debate and research continue. Entire organizations exist to study and document Bigfoot to prove its existence, and groups regularly search the Northwest woods looking for that ultimate proof. Also from that article, Bigfoot is known by many titles with many different cultures, although the name Bigfoot is generally attributed to the mountainous western region of North America. 
The common name Sasquatch comes from the Salish Sasquits, while the Algonquin of the north central region of the continent refer to it as Wittico or Wendigo. Other nations tell of a large creature much like a man, but imbued with special powers and characteristics. The Ojibwe of the Northern Plains believe that the Rageru appeared in times of danger, and other nations agreed that the hairy apparition of the messenger of warning telling man to change his ways. There are actual funded organizations that are used to hunt and find evidence to prove that Bigfoot is real. And that's where we're going to end Bigfoot for this. And from the rainy state of Washington to the hot and humid state of Florida. We can now begin to talk about Robert the Doll. In the 1900s, there was a boy who grew up in Key West. The boy's name was Robert Eugene Otto. He was under care of a nanny who practiced voodoo. In 1906, she gave him a gift. She gave him a 40-inch tall doll stuffed with wood wool and wearing a sailor outfit. Robert gave his name to the doll and demanded that he was to be known as Eugene instead of Robert. According to FloridaTravelLife.com, Gene considered Robert the doll his best friend and whispered secrets to it all the time. Friends and family became suspicious when they swore they could hear the doll talking back. Neighbors also claimed they saw Robert looking at them from the top window of its home. These days, Robert can be found at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, but visitors are encouraged to ask the doll for permission before taking his photo. Otherwise, cameras have been known to malfunction. It is known that if you disrespect the doll, you will face severe consequences. The only way to get out of the curse of disrespecting the doll is to apologize to the doll. From the sandy beaches of Florida, we can now move to the sandy deserts of Utah. There is an urban legend that is a little too sensitive to discuss. However, I will say the headline of the news article. Six-year-old Utah girl loses her hands. Her father punishes her with a hammer, causing both hands to be amputated. That's all we're going to talk about that. From the hot deserts of Utah to the sounds of country music in Tennessee, we can talk about Skin Tom. In the 1920s, a man by the name of Tom took a young lady out on a date to Lover's Lane in Tennessee. Little did Tom know the woman was actually married to a different man. Her husband tracked them both down and murdered the woman before dragging Tom out of the car and skinning him alive. Thomas said to still hang around Lover's Lane, dripping with blood and carrying a knife to punish all those who play games with adultery, according to OnlyInYourSaint.com. This could be real, but it sounds like something a group of Christian or Catholic parents would tell their children so that they wouldn't commit to adultery. And the final state we will talk about tonight is Maine. The Sabbatus Well Descent. According to the story, a group of teens dared a friend to be lowered into a well in Sabbatus. The well was located in the back of a haunted cemetery, and for some stupid reason, the friend agreed because he wanted to impress the group. The boy sat atop a rubber tire being lowered down into the well until his friends could no longer see him in the darkness of the well. When they noticed that there was no movement coming from the top of the rope, they decided to pull him out of the well. They, did, they also known that he had changed. According to OnlyInYourState.com, the boy's hair had turned stark white. His entire body shook, and he was unable to form coherent sentences. His laughter indicated that he had gone insane, and his appearance was that of a very old man. The boy never came back from this state, and is said to randomly scream from the windows of the country mental institution where he now lives. What did the boy see to make him turn into this? Why did he agree to the challenge in the first place?
Even if you don't believe in ghosts or urban legends, you have to say that these urban legends were spooky, and that is why they were featured in tonight's Halloween special. And this is a quick reminder that merch goes on sale tomorrow, Sunday, October 31st, for our 2021 Halloween sale. All merch in our shop will be 25% off for Halloween only. That's only tomorrow the sale is happening. And that is going to wrap up tonight's episode and our 2021 Halloween special. If you like tonight's special, make sure to like it and rate it five stars. I'm Chase Abden telling you to have a happy Halloween.